Welcome to the Playbook for Amazon podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lieber, and the goal of this podcast is to share what's working today that's helping my company, Turnkey Product Management, sell over eight figures per year on Amazon for our clients. We will share with you the actionable steps, systems, and playbook that you can plug into your business to boost your sales on Amazon. Let's go. So guys, want to do a quick intro for those of you guys that don't know Amanda. So Amanda is one of our top client managers here at Turnkey Product Management. Um, She is also just one of my best friends. We're actually roommates. That's why our walls are exactly the same. So just, you know, wanted to make that clear because we did notice our walls are basically the exact same. (laughs) But but yeah, so definitely want to get started with you guys. So the big topic today is counterfeiters and listing hijackers. So it's no secret, guys, right? Counterfeiters, listing hijackers, they've been an issue for Amazon sellers for a very, very long time. And what's even crazier just about you know, counterfeiters listing hijackers is you're, you feel like you're on your own. You feel like you're on an island when you're dealing with this issue, right? Seller support rarely is helpful in situations like this. Um, they don't move very quickly on this. And, and what's, what's really bad about that situation is while seller support is moving super slow to help you guys out, you know, that counterfeiter, that hijacker, they're stealing your buy box. They're stealing your sales. And most likely they are causing customer service issues in their wake, right? Because if they do have a counterfeit problem or product or they're not fulfilling the needs of the product, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to represent your product. So counterfeiters, hijackers, they're a big deal when it comes to your brand um, on Amazon. So what I ended up doing here today is I brought on Amanda because she is one of our top client managers here at Turnkey. So we're going to talk today just about how our team deals with counterfeiters hijackers internally here. So off of that, Amanda, you know, why don't you go ahead and tell us just turnkey's first step when we see that someone has jumped on our listing and is winning the buy box? Yeah, definitely. Um, I know how frustrating this can be for sellers. So there's a few things that we do. So first we look at who the seller is. Sometimes people sell wholesale. Um, sometimes there are contracts out there where you allow other people to sell on Amazon. So you want to identify who, who the seller is. Do you know them? Do you not know them? Are they allowed to be there? Next, you're going to want to look at why are they even winning the buy box? Are they undercutting your price? Normally, that's the problem is the pricing. You'll see that, you know, maybe they drop the price a dollar or two. So looking at um, why they're winning the buy box and then just how many units do they have? Um, Because at the end of the day, if they have one or two units, you can always just buy out the units and get the buy box back immediately. But if you're seeing that they have like 30, 40, 50 units, uh, it's a little harder to do that. So um, checking how many units they have is important as well. Awesome. Yeah, definitely important. So, you know, once you have determined um, that you are not sure who the seller is, you have no clue who they are, they're not a wholesale partner, you, you, you don't know who they are, and you are concerned that maybe it is a counterfeit product, what are the next steps after that? Yeah, so the next step, if you, don't, if, you know it's a counterfeit product, it's just going to be to buy the product. Um, you want to buy it, you want to have it in your hands, you want to have proof, because um, the worst thing that could happen is it is a counterfeit product, and they sell it before you get your hands on them and have that proof to show Amazon um, that it's it's not your product. Yeah, definitely, definitely makes sense. So 
obviously, you know, with counterfeit problem, um, counterfeit problems, one thing a lot of people always bring up is brand registry. So what role do you believe brand registry plays um, when it comes to this issue, having the trademark? What, how does that help your case with counterfeiters and hijackers? Yeah, brand registry is so important in this situation. Um, you get access to a brand registry portal when you are brand registered, and that has all kinds of tools in it. The, the best one is going to be the report of violation tool, um, where you can now go in and just knock off sellers through that. So yeah, the report of violation tool is big time. Um, just like you talked about a little bit earlier, Jenna, Amazon can be really slow to help you if you have resellers and hijackers on your listings. And so with this tool, they're quick to act because they know you're the brand owner. It, it plays a huge role in getting them knocked off your listing. Okay, that makes sense. So for those of us, you guys that are listening in, you know, maybe don't know what the report of violation tool is. So Amanda, can you kind of walk us through what that tool is and, and how it works? Sure, yeah, so it's really simple to use. All you need to do is log into your brand registry portal. Um, you'll hit the support button at the top and then you'll be brought to a page. It has, you know, it's like if you're making an Amazon case, there's a bunch of drop-down menus. Um, so at the top, you'll see report a violation, and then it'll take you to their tool. It's very user-friendly. It'll walk you right through everything that they need from you. You'll definitely like need the ASIN and the seller name and all of that information. Let's say your problem doesn't have to do with like infringement or copyright or things like that. There's even other drop-down menus where it could be a listing infringement or a variation infringement. So there's all kinds of options even if maybe your specific problem doesn't fall under a report of violation. So I would definitely check there if you're having um, any sort of like reseller problems. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, based on what we're talking about here, guys, it's very clear that you don't just have to stand by and hope that they, you get the buy box back or adjust your price or anything like that. There are other steps that you can be doing as a seller. Um, and one of those other steps that quite honestly, you guys can be doing as sellers is being proactive about this, thinking ahead and making sure that hopefully or not, you can't ever make sure that this doesn't happen, but minimizing the chances of it happening. So Amanda, as brand owners, what can they do to minimize the potential of this happening to them? Yeah, there, there's a few things that we recommend. So first is going to be to have a very strong relationship with your manufacturer. You do not want them giving out your product information or selling your product or anything like that. So it's super, super important to keep a strong relationship with them. Um, the second thing that you can do is if you do sell wholesale, it needs to be somewhere in your agreement that they're not allowed to sell on Amazon. Um, we've seen way too many times um, people getting caught up in resellers with people they have contracts with. So it's so important to just keep that in the contract that Amazon is off limits. Um, and then the last thing that you can do is if you run like deals of the days, best deals, lightning deals, any sort of deal on Amazon pretty much, or you're running some sort of big promotion, um, we recommend setting a limit for the number of units somebody can buy in the back end. Um, this is so that people can't buy your product in bulk. And we've seen this time and time again in supplements where we'll run big deals or something like that. And all of a sudden someone has 50 units and they're on the listing winning because their price is three or $4 lower than big purses. So, um, yeah, definitely. I recommend, uh, setting, setting that up in the back end if you plan on running a big deal. Definitely. And then one quick thing actually to circle back to about the wholesale agreement 
if you are in a situation, I actually know, um, I want to say it's GNC. If you have a wholesale deal with them, I know that one of their requirements is that you, they have to be able to sell on Amazon. So one thing actually that we did in the past to kind of combat that was we set up a like a pretty, pretty much an agreement that yes, they can sell on Amazon on our listing, but their price point has to be a dollar more. So that way we were winning the buy box. So they got their wish. They're able to list our product on Amazon, but they are not able to beat us when it comes to the buy box, right? It's the idea because majority of the time the buy box decision is made off of the price. So, um, so that helps with that. There are wholesale agreements that won't unfortunately allow you to adjust that. So if you guys are facing that, that is one suggestion that you guys can try out. Right. And you can even also put, uh, if you're already in an agreement where they can sell on Amazon yeah, um, or something like that, or you're working on an agreement, you can also set a limit to the number of units that they're allowed to have on Amazon as well. Yeah. So not only can you set like a price point, but you can say at this price point, you can sell X amount of units every month just to protect yourself and your brand and your sales. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So if you guys are currently experiencing counterfeit issues, hijackers, anything like that, our team is here to support you. So go ahead and reach out to us by going to turnkeyproductmanagement.com slash talk. Other than that, guys, that's all we have. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we will chat next week with you guys. <laughs>